Welcome to another episode of Frankly Speaking. As you can see by the title, we're going to talk about American Express. A few months ago, I bought shares of American Express. Today, I'm going to share with you a couple things I saw that made me make that decision. So just to give a little summary, American Express has credit cards and they also have charge cards, which are a little bit different than credit cards. They make you pay off your payment every month. You're not allowed to carry it over to the next month. I actually like that they don't let you carry it over. So they have a market cap of $100 billion. They have a profit margin about 18%, and their revenue annually is about $37 billion. When I looked on their income statement, not as impressive as I thought. In the past four years, their gross profit numbers have been kind of bouncing around in the range between $22 billion and $25 billion. The most recent year, though, was the highest one of $25 billion, which is a good sign. I quickly looked up Visa just to get a reference point, and their gross profit is much smoother as far as their growth. Nevertheless, we're still going to talk about American Express. So when I looked at their chart for American Express, it's not perfect. Just like their gross profit numbers, kind of ping-ponging up and then back down and then back up, and currently trading at all-time highs and above the 50-day moving average. When considering if it's a good time to buy, sometimes seeing it above the 50-day moving average indicates that it might not be the best time to buy. And I usually tend to agree on that. So this is the interesting thing. And this is what like caught my eye back a month or two ago when I did look at this company. And what stood out was their P.E. ratio. So since then, they've gone on a great run. And they're still trading at a P.E. ratio of 15.54. Now, just to give you some perspective, within the same industry, there's Visa and MasterCard. These are the big boys. Their P.E. ratio for Visa is 35 and MasterCard is 43. Visa has about 323 cards in circulation. MasterCard has about 191 cards in circulation. American Express has about 58 million, significantly less than the other two. But the P.E. ratio is like half. And then on Yahoo Finance, for both Visa and MasterCard, the analyst recommendation is a buy. But for American Express, it's a hold. Why? And obviously, I can't... Right now, I can't bring those people forward that made that prediction or that recommendation, but I kind of don't agree. Now, I'd actually feel the opposite way, where Visa and MasterCard are a hold and American Express is a buy, but they have it flipped. Now, the only reason that I would say that might make sense is if you're using technical analysis. Right now, American Express is trading at all-time highs. The way it usually runs is very, it oscillates, goes up and then goes down and then goes up. So it's kind of due to go down. But Visa and MasterCard are also at all-time highs. And they're trading at crazy P ratios that, yes, I do believe in this industry. But when you get up to a 35 P ratio and 43 P ratio, come on, how much higher can you go realistically? Now you have Amazon aside that has like a 70p ratio, but to me that's it's a lot of 
air blown into a balloon. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in that type of evaluation. So then I do what I always do is I go on NASDAQ.com and I see if insiders are buying or selling the stock. Insiders are selling the stock like it's, it's going to drop tomorrow. It's not a good sign to see that. They've sold in the past three months 300,000 shares versus buying about 7,000 shares. So then I was like, all right, all right. Let me see what's going on. So I looked at Visa and MasterCard. Same thing. What are the insiders doing? And this gave me some perspective. The insiders are selling heavier on Visa and MasterCard than they are in American Express. At least American Express has some people buying the shares. Even though it's only 7,000 versus the 300,000 sold, Visa and MasterCard both have zero shares purchased from insiders in the past three months. So a little hope for American Express after I just saw those numbers and was like, whoa, I hate to see insiders selling like that. This is a conundrum. Now you have to decide if you like what you see as far as the P-E ratio, the financial numbers, and the outlook of the future, and you want to buy today, or because of how, how insiders are selling and that it is kind of an oscillating looking chart and it's at the top right now, should you wait to buy some later? Some may say you wait, buy some later. Some might say buy now because in five years, no matter what, it's still going to be up. Or you do some dollar cost averaging. If you feel like you like it, buy some. And make sure you save some of the money that you were going to buy all of it with. Instead of buying you know, $1,000 worth, maybe put 500 in. And then buy 500 maybe in three months if it's lower. Even if you liked it at the P ratio and the price it is now of $122, you're going to love it when it's 110 So that's a little perspective. These are things that I've recently started to learn where it's when I have a certain amount of money, I usually just buy the stock straight up and I, I just don't even worry about it instead of trying to diversify. And I used to think diversification means buying a bunch of different stocks. And while that's true, it also means buying the same stock over time, which eliminates the timing of the market. You're not trying to time anything. You like a stock, you like a company, the way they operate. As long as they continue to do business the way you understand and you like, you continue to buy over time at various prices. So that type of diversification, to my understanding, is going to increase your profits and decrease your risk. Something, as all investors, we'd want to do. So what's new for American Express? I pulled a couple articles up, and we're going to talk about what is going on with American Express recently. So... There's been talks that back in the day, American Express was one of those cars that wasn't really accepted everywhere. If you got an American Express card, it was known that you probably won't be able to use it at everywhere you go. But over time, they've been lowering their processing costs for merchants. While the average cost for merchants to accept Visa and MasterCard has been rising. So that's a good sign. And stated in this article by Forbes, the investments are clearly paying off as over 2.5 million new merchants in the U.S. began accepting American Express during 2017 and 2018. So I typed in American Express card, and everything that kept popping up was about this American Express gold card. And apparently there's a lot of good things now being associated with it, and there's a lot more rewards that you can get. 
Now, the funny thing is, that's the weird battle that these credit card companies have, offering more and more rewards. So the competition is good for the consumer, but bad for the company. They have to keep on offering you more and more things, like higher bonuses or higher percent backs on certain items like dining 4% or grocery store 3%, and things like that take away from their profit margin. I still believe that this industry is is a solid, solid money-making machine, and I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. But which horse are you going to bet on? I mean, if you bet on all three, Visa, MasterCard, and American Express in the past five years, you'd have been doing very well. So now the real question. Is it un-American to not have an American Express card? I don't think so. Thank you so much for listening, guys. This this stock, American Express, is an interesting one. I'm, I'm very curious to see how it goes in the next six months because, like I said, great P ratio. The industry's on fire. But they they kind of, you know, oscillate up and down. So they're due to go down. And insider selling is not a good thing. Can they keep competitive in this very competitive market? I believe they can. But is it already too late? We'll have to see. As always, the discussion in today's podcast is my personal opinion. I may have interest in the stocks I talk about, therefore I do not endorse anyone to buy or sell stocks based on what they hear. This podcast is for information purposes only, and not for the purpose of providing specific financial advice. You may want to seek out a financial professional to obtain financial advice. Thank you guys. Have a good one.